Hello, Ivy here. This week's podcast is entitled The Positive Impact of Artwell Foundation Continues. More developments for Girls Inc. Plus a visit to Capitol Hill. Episode 104. I received an email this week from Girls Inc. outlining a few developments. I consider it to be worthy of a podcast in its own right. In the email, there was a link to a newsletter relating to the 2023 inclusion on the top 50 non-profit organisations in the USA and details of the respective CEOs. Here is an extract from that newsletter. We are thrilled to announce that Girls Inc. President and CEO Stephanie Hull has been named to the 2023 non-profit Times Power and Influence Top 50 list. Stephanie's remarkable leadership, vision and work to equip a new generation of leaders to reach their full potential earned her a well-deserved place among the top non-profit leaders of 2023. Stephanie Long an advocate for inclusivity, Hull is expending the the mission from serving underserved girls to empowering all girls and creating a future leaders pipeline. She is in the room with policymakers and key figures in the Biden administration. She's correct when she says support needs to include social mental and emotional well-being and economics. She's proved she can raise the money to do it. You can read more about the award and how Stephanie has distinguished herself as an initiator, innovator and true trailblazer. The link to the newsletter is at the end of the article. There are also quite a few photographs as well. It looks really impressive, really good. And I'm pleased for a girl think that they're part of that contingent. There is also a link to a PDF giving details about this particular event. And I've included just a small image. Um, I'll say small. It's a small section of a page um, from that um, newsletter. Um, in this PDF version, and it's headed up the Nonprofit Times 26th Annual, the 2023 NPT Power and Influence Top 50. And then underneath that, it goes on to give details of each of the 50 people who have made it to the list. An extract from that newsletter written by Paul Colleri. And it was headed, just when they thought it was safe to breathe, executives had to adjust again. The newsletter makes reference to the pandemic and the time when COVID restrictions started to be lifted and the impact on businesses and mentions the work of non-profits in such an environment. The honorees have distinguished themselves as initiators, innovators and leaders 
who can redirect and rebuild vital nonprofits and their operations. An important criterion of the list is that the honoree must be a working day in, day out executive. The 2023 honorees were selected from a group of roughly 300 nominated top executives. Committee of the NPT editorial staff, contributors and a few leaders plugged into executive movement were involved in the selection process. This is not a lifetime achievement award. The executives must have had an impact during the previous 12 months. The Fine China will be rolled out for the honorees and their guests as they are fated in Washington DC next month during the annual NPT Power and Influence Top 50 Gala at the National Press Club. The event is sponsored by Mitch Stewart and more. One of the honorees will receive the NPT Influencer of the Year Award. The next section of the um, email that came through with various uh, topics on was about Women's Equality Day on August the 26th, 2023. The 19th Amendment to the US Constitution gave women the right to vote in 1920 and yearly in August, we celebrate Women's Equality Day. The world of politics is filled with rich opportunities for girls to become engaged with how decisions are made at all levels of government, as well as learn about the impact of these decisions and how they impact on our lives. Yet women, and particularly women of colour, remain underrepresented in the political realm. Women vote more than men, but they are less likely to contact elected officials, contribute to political campaigns, or say they are interested in public affairs. While progress is being made, the halls of power still largely do not reflect the populations they represent. We can change that. At Girls Inc, we are guided by our vision powerful girls in an equitable society and believe that recruitment of women into political leadership, as with sports, science and leadership, must start with girls. The Girls Inc. She Votes programme is designed to capitalise on girls' sense of possibility by engaging girls in specific activities to become more savvy voters engaged citizens and potential future candidates and elected leaders. Through our Girls Inc. leadership and advocacy programming, girls build leadership skills and create lasting social change through community action and advocacy projects. As history continues to be written, Girls Inc. provides the people, programming and environment that give girls the skills and confidence to see themselves as future voters and as future leaders. In the next section, headed advocacy, there is a wonderful image of 11 
representatives from Girls Inc on the lawns outside the Capitol Hill building. Girls Inc was thrilled to host the seventh cohort of the National Teen Advocacy Council, known as TAC, T-A-C, in short, in Washington, D.C. this July for the annual TAC fly-in. The four-day event marked the culmination of the TAC members' participation in the year-long advocacy and leadership programme and provided a meaningful experience for TAC members to build upon their skills and grow as advocates. While in DC, the TAC members lobbied on Capitol Hill, passionately voicing their opinions and advocating for critical issues affecting girls, specifically school discipline reform and comprehensive sex education. To have had this experience broken down and organised for me was very empowering because now I can go back to my community and do it on my own. Tegan of Girls Inc. of Lincoln said, I can now advocate for and institute the change in my community that I want to see without relying on other groups or people. Witnessing the TAC members' growth in their confidence, skills and themselves during the fly-in was a reminder of exactly why Girls Inc. does this work. We are so grateful to have had the opportunity to learn from and uplift our new generation of leaders. For a more detailed account of the 2023 TAC DC fly-in, there is a link at the end of the article. Here is an extract from that particular document with some really inspirational um, photographs of the um, Girls Inc. representatives meeting with a variety of people as part of this advocacy leadership programme. So this next section in the article and obviously in the podcast is headed up the annual Washington DC fly-in. Girls Inc. are doing exactly what the CEO Stephanie Hull said at the beginning of this podcast. They are creating a pipeline of future female leaders. During their time in DC, the TAC members came together to build sisterhood, strengthen their advocacy and leadership skills and lobby on Capitol Hill. The group passionately voiced their opinions and advocated for critical issues affecting girls, specifically school discipline reform and, as mentioned before, comprehensive sex education. The TAC is a leadership body of Girls Inc. Girls who are in grades 10 to 12, who advise and inform our organisation's advocacy by sharing their life experiences and views about issues facing girls and youth in their schools and communities. Throughout this year-long leadership position, TAC members develop their advocacy skills from national staff and issue experts, represent Girls Inc. in different ways and lead Girls Inc. advocacy efforts through activities such as social media campaigns and lobbying congressional offices. The 2022 
2023 Teen Advocacy Council is composed of 12 inspiring girls passionate about advocacy representing 10 Girls Inc affiliates and all Girls Inc regions across the US and Canada. The next section of the email um, were um, images and stories around three of the Girls Inc representatives who were alumni from Girls Inc from years ago. And we actually covered those three and more in the previous podcast. So I've only mentioned it in the article, but I haven't outlined again. There was no need to repeat it a week later. And the next section is called Champions. There is then um, a logo headed up, Bold is Beautiful by Benefit. Strong, smart and bold is beautiful with Girls Inc and Benefit Cosmetics. Benefit Cosmetics has always believed that beauty runs deeper than the surface. When you choose Benefit for your brow wax this August, you're also supporting girls' access to education, wellness and mentorship and economic self-sufficiency. From August the 1st to the 31st, $5 from every brow wax goes to Bold is Beautiful Project Charities, which includes Girls Inc. Be part of the movement to build a new generation of leaders and find a brow wax that gives back at Benefit Boutiques, Benefit Brow Bars, in Macy's and Ulta. Next section, Meetings on Capitol Hill. Leading up to the fly-in, TAC members learned from experts in the field, gained skills training and got first-hand experience advocating for policy change at the local level. Once prepared, they convened in Washington, D.C., where they lobbied three congressional offices to advocate for and raise awareness about the ending Push-Out Act of 2023 and the Real Education and Access for Healthy Youth Act of 2023. During their meetings, and I have included four of the images on the slides and also in the article, but there are more on the actual document. And as usual, there is a link at the end of the article. TAC members met with several key congressional staff members, including Judith Torreya, Senior Legislative Assistant for Congresswoman Grace Meng, and Chloe Aduza, Legislative Correspondent for Co Congresswoman Grace Meng. Got that name twice, I can see here, but it's different representatives, so there must be a split in what they were covering. The teen advocates also met with Megan Thompson, Senior Advisor to Congresswoman Robin Kelly and Nicholas Pennington, Legislative Director for Congresswoman Nikema Williams. TAC members laid out the case for their request that the members of Congress co-sponsor these bills and prioritise the needs of students in their districts. They briefed the congressional staffers on the importance 
of the ending Push-Out Act and the Real Education and Access for Healthy Youth Act shared their own personal testimonials, anecdotes and stories to further highlight how these issues impact themselves and their peers. Staff members universally commented on how valuable it was to hear directly from those impacted, which resulted in positive remarks from staff. Reflecting on Lobby Day. The lobby meetings on Capitol Hill left the TAC with a profound understanding that their voices can indeed be heard and acknowledged. Lobbying at the federal level turned out to be much more accessible and reassuring than expected. Trinity of Girls Inc. of Chattanooga reflected on how she learned that anyone can raise their voice and that one story can lead to instrumental change. With Representative Meng's office, Trinity spoke about the history behind the inspiration for the Menstrual Equity for All Act and how the bill started with a teen who simply wrote a letter to the Congresswoman. You'd think it has to be extremely formal, but it can be as simple as a phone call or a letter that can grab their attention and affect change. As a testament to this, we learned in the days following the fly-in that the TAC had succeeded in convincing Representative Grace Meng to co-sponsor HR 3583, the Real Education and Access for Healthy Youth Act of 2023. The tax passion and hard work created positive change. Several TAC members had the opportunity to meet with various media outlets the next day to share their Girls Inc. experiences and raise their voices once more, shedding light on the issues and policies they advocated for at the federal level. The Tax Lobby Day experience left a lasting impact on the members, fueling their motivation to be change agents now and in the future. To have had this experience broken down and organised for me was very empowering because now I can go back to my community and do it on my own, said Tegan of Girls Inc. of Lincoln. I can now advocate for and institute the change in my community that I want to see without relying on other groups or people. Kaylin from Girls Inc. of Chicago also talked about this, stating, As I am about to start college, being able to talk to people working in our government really informed what I want to pursue in my future. I am now motivated to study political science and possibly go to law school too. That's the end of this week's podcast. It is a particularly short one, but having said that, the three documents that are linked at the end of the article will keep you occupied for much, much longer. I just wanted to make reference to Girls Inc. One, because they had emailed me. And secondly, it's another huge achievement 
for that organisation, moving on, making positive impacts. And let's remember, it started way back with funding and involvement by Artwell Foundation. So hope you found that of interest and I haven't kept you for over an hour this week. So you have more time to go and enjoy other Sussex podcasts. Speak to you in the comments as usual and also during the week. Bye from me. Bye from Ivy. Bye.